Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Philosophy Web. This is our first podcast, so thank you for joining us. My name is Taylor. You can find me online as the Purple Cat. I'm here with my co-host, Miguel, known what? as Butter, Buttery Toast or Butter Toast or what is it? <laughs> Butter Toast. Butter Toast. <laughs> yeah. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> uh, so uh, me and Miguel have known each other for a little while. I thought, why not uh, create a podcast with him? Because he's pretty cool, has a lot of thoughtful opinions on things. So uh, we're going to talk about philosophy. Yeah. It's not that bad. Um, we have two two guests we've brought in today just to spice things up, I guess. Yeah. To get the ball rolling. Uh, I'll introduce my guest first. Uh, I brought along my friend, Javon. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? All right. Uh, known Taylor and Miguel for a decent amount of time. Miguel first. That's how I got introduced to Taylor. And here we are now doing a podcast. Nice. <laughs> uh, and I'm introduce my friend. He wants to introduce himself. My name is T-Nasty. I've also known all three of Javon, Taylor, which is Purple Cat, and Butter Toast, which is Miguel, for quite some time. And, uh, yeah, so I wanted to help out with this podcast as well. Um, I don't know. Does anybody have anything to say? Anybody? Any, any, any Anything that's just, yeah, I need to say this. Everybody needs to know. Any more opinions from you guys? Anything you want to get out? I um, like food. Food is good. Food is I do, we just we just got back from McDonald's, actually. Yeah. Yes, we did. Shake I had. I had um the uh, dollar for a 10-piece McNuggets, and I also had a large fry. I had two of those nuggets, by the way, with the large fry and the chicken sandwich. That's amazing. <laughs> He's, like, really... Yeah. Uh, so many people <laughs> watching us being like, these fat fucks just going to talk about McDonald's the whole time. Food is <laughs> great, people. <laughs> I know you're at home. You're probably eating something right now. You're probably nah. sipping some wine. So what, yeah, so, yeah, we got a classic. We got? You know, we, you know, we're not judging. Eat whatever you want. <laughs> what do we got today, Taylor? All right. Uh, so we all know there was an election last week. Uh, and whether you follow the election or, election or not, I just thought it would be a good idea <laughs> to talk about voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a philosophy podcast. So at first, I just wanted to talk about some of the philosophies behind voting. Um, so I, I compiled a list of questions for you guys to answer and debate and argue about. Uh, and so the first one is, do you think voting is a basic human right? I do think it is a basic human right. I mean, we fought for it. Women, children. So, you know, I believe that, uh, it definitely is. Um, and I think it's a good thing that we have the option to vote. Now, to break it off on another note, it can be a choice whether people want to vote or not. And some people stay home or want to go to continue going to work and say, you know what, I'm not going to vote. It doesn't matter to me or I don't want to vote. And there's the ones that do say, hey, you know what? We had the right to vote, so I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to vote. I'm going to take this jacket off real quick. Oh, <laughs> that was a real sip. A real, <laughs> real man sipper right there. Let me, try, let me try to do that. No, see, I can't do it like that. Damn, you got stuck. Just, <laughs> just move oh, it faster, oh, See, that I'm not a real man. <laughs> I mean, I think we should have the ability to let our opinion be known through voting. I don't really know much 
about voting a lot because I barely do it. But I think it's good that a country has the ability to, like I re- just to reiterate, give their opinion, vote. Eventually, one of the people that the majority voted for will get elected and just continue from there, you know, until a better way is found. Yeah, so um, America, obviously, ha- does have the right to vote. Um, and, yes, a lot of good men fought and died for that right. However, um, it, it, it is an American right. Not everybody in the world does mm-hmm. have the right to vote. Um, so us as Americans believe that it is a r- right that we should all have. And for good reason, for good reason. It's because we all want it. We all want the ability to cho- to choose to vote or not vote. Or some of us want the ability to have everybody vote and get an outcome. To let the people decide who's going to run our nation. However, um, I don't necessarily believe that it is a basic human right. Um, some other basic human rights like inc- include stuff like food. Uh, shelter. These are all rights that, um, I mean, these could all be debated on as well. Mm-hmm. But yes, Miguel. Nah, continue, continue. I'll, I'll get to my topic. That's I. That's pretty much what I have to like key touch when you said that. But continue. But stuff like food and shelter. These are all things necessary for survival. So in that in that there, case, if there's going to be a society, um, these should all be rights that people have. But voting isn't necessarily going to be one that needs to be implemented, a right that needs to be implemented, because um, it's not necessary for survival. Somebody's going to rule or govern a village, a country, uh, whatever, regardless of whether or not people vote on it. So even though I really like the idea that we all have the right to vote in this country, I do not believe that it is a basic human right. Mm. Nah. I mean, that that's that's why I wanted to touch when you were like, eating, clothing, and stuff is a basic human right. I was like thinking of it. I'm like, hmm. I was like, that's pretty much goes like back way back, like when humans were trying to feed each other. Humans were trying to like progress through civilization. That's like, it's a right and it's a basic human right where it's like natural instinct. So for a human to vote has been going on for thousands of years, pretty much I would say not that long, but it's pretty fucking long. <laughs> Sorry for the cursing, but it's been going on for a while now. So I would say I would categorize it as it's a basic human right for us to vote because without the the system of voting or the system to actually like organize, it would be chaotic. So if you just elect somebody, in my eyes, if you elect somebody as a king, there would be outbreaks. That's why we don't have like kings and shit like that anymore so you what you were saying is that these other rights i was mentioning and even voting these are all rights rights generally come to be as people realize that they are necessary and in in, in, in other words rights seem to evolve as the times change yes. is that what you're saying it, it evolves as time change because as i realized as you were speaking it it's predominantly like more civilized than it is back then it's like encoded in our genes now our dna like we have to vote or else things get chaotic that's how i see it do you think 
um, things would not have been as chaotic back then when people didn't vote. Do you think our nation is less chaotic because we do vote? Yes. As much as crime as there is, it's less chaotic. I I would feel like... How about... Um, how about the politics of today? Do you think politics, with all the news and how much everybody goes crazy about every issue and has to force political agendas, <coughs> Kanye West? <laughs> uh, do you do you think that this America is in less conflict and turmoil? As the as the country that does have the right to vote, than any past civilizations that didn't. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I worded it in a way where I wanted you to be like, "Oh, uh, maybe you're right." Taylor. But you, like, <laughs> now I can't argue that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll give you this way. It's. Uh, like, I mean, you can if you if if you like if you don't believe in me, you're more than welcome to not do that. You can. It's like I was on one side of my mind, and now I'm like in the middle of it, and I'm just like. Yeah, I got you. I, I got you going. I was like, yeah, thinking. Now got I gotta you keep thinking. thinking about it. All right. Um. You know, Javon, do you have anything to add? I mean, I'm thinking about this. In the U.S., it's a basic human right, right? Right. To vote. What about in uh, other countries? Is that a basic human right? Because it's different with each country. That's a good question. Yeah, and that, that's actually kind of what I was get, getting like because we we can obviously obviously say voting is an american right mm-hmm. but human yeah that would have to that would have to involve every human on earth yeah has the right if they're in a society that has a leader to be able to to vote on that leader um, i i think it's a it's a good thing that we have it and it's probably the reason we fall for it because an example would be uh parents you know you're growing up your parents are telling you what to do it's you don't you don't want that forever. You want to you want the ability to control how your life is, and we have the basic human right to vote. So we have some stance on what happens in our life, not fully, but enough to where we we all have a mutual agreement of our life. Uh, that's kind of how I feel about the basic human right uh, for voting. Are you saying like being able to write, being able to vote? Or having the right to do certain things, such as voting, is kind of what makes us adults and not children. Like a unity, like. Uh, it's more of like a mutual understanding. It's like. I mean. You're saying we have the basic human right, which sounds like, which sounds as if you're agreeing that it is a basic human right, voting. I can understand why you say it's not. Or you say do you say it's not or it shouldn't be? He says it's not. I'm yeah, I'm saying it is not a basic human right. It's not a basic human right. And I am saying it is a basic human mm. right. Although I feel as if I'm getting Miguel to join yeah, the dark I'm side. Like, <laughs> like, because my like argument was like it's been going on for a very long time. As we progress, it starts to embed into our like DNA pretty much. We like as we're born, we're learned and taught. As we grow up in school, voting, politics, government, this is how it works. When you hit this certain age, you vote. It's like almost as a factory. It's kind of weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah i know it does seem as if like we're it's embedded in into us to vote at a certain time that being said do you think it's an obligation for us to vote do you think everybody is supposed to go out and vote and that's when we touch. well i don't even go out to vote so I, i'm gonna say no comments on that um i don't think they it's more of a forcing thing is that like a forced question that you're asking because it's like they no one should be forced to go and vote even though they were you know even though everybody fought for that right to go out and vote that doesn't mean that they have to that just because they could be neutral say you know what i don't like this person or that person so i don't want to vote at all but they do have those anonymous votes where it's like you can just circle in that other party and just be like you can even vote for yourself if you wanted to there's always that option knowing that you're not going to get get sit in that chair but i mean it's an option so no i don't think anybody should be forced to vote um let alone maybe people just don't want to be bothered with it at the end of the day maybe Mm -hmm. some some people don't think that the politics is even fair in that matter but option wise, yes, everybody should be given that option to vote. Yeah, but should you be forced to vote, or should you just vote in general? T Nasty is saying that we have the option to vote, and that is what we should practice: is the option to vote or not vote, not yes. to vote or not vote. So he's saying the answer to should you vote? No. Should you not vote? No. Neither of them are, like, for sure. I mean, the main reason I don't vote, I don't feel like it's an obligation, there's going to be plenty of people to vote anyways. There's so much incentive to vote. It could be as simple as bring your I voted sticker to Starbucks and get a free coffee. Somebody's going to go out there and vote just for that free coffee. So (laughs) if I don't vote, I mean, oh, yeah, every vote matters. But, I mean, for the president, you know, it goes straight to the Electoral College. I don't fully decide. I just decide my state. Yeah, that's true. And on, on top of that, um, some states are going to lean certain ways, especially for presidential elections. Mm-hmm. States like in New England or California, if you're going to vote red in some of those states, then you're basically just throwing your vote away because they're gonna, you know they're going to be blue. Mm-hmm. Just like in Texas, if you're going to vote blue there, then you know it doesn't matter. You know your state's going to be red. And... The only way your vote might matter is if you voted red, but still, like, not really, because you know everybody else is going to vote red anyway. Um, this is the thing I've never, like, understood. At what point in a person's life would his vote count as an electoral vote? That's what I always wondered. I was like, when does a person's life count? Like, when does he reach that goal? Like, yeah, I made it high in the government. I have a Do you want to know how what it, what it takes to become an elector? Yes. Um... That is actually a process that I'm not too familiar about. Um, however, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day uh, who told me that electors are generally just chosen by each party. Each party chooses electors. So it, if you know how the Electoral College works, um, there are f- 500... Let me get this math right. I, I believe it's 500... 35 electors somewhere around there uh i wonder if i can look this up but uh, yeah so there are 500 something electors and you have to in the way a presidential election works is that um each president elect has to get 270 votes in order to be voted into office 
Um, Yeah, so I just looked it up. The Electoral College consists of 538 electors. And, but each party in each state gets to select their electors. So technically, there are 538 times two electors chosen for a presidential election. However, in each state, each state is either going to go red or blue. And so generally, whichever way this, whichever, whichever color or party the state ends up going for, those electors are the ones that vote on the president. And obviously, even though they were, they were, these electors are not the Congress. They're not Congress. They are not the people who are, who are already in the government. These are just sort of random people not necessarily random people but people that do not have any government that are not in the government people chosen by the government to vote on their behalf so really you just need to get some political grounds in order to become an elector wow yes that's a long process and not your average american would go through that process probably not yeah exactly there's only so many per election most the vast majority of people will never be an elector. That's that's, um, that's pretty much why certain people don't vote because they just probably have the common sense that my vote doesn't truly matter unless it boils down to the popular vote. That's right. Well, yeah, and even the popular vote, as we have seen twice in the in, since the century has started, doesn't always win elections. Um, but yeah, so that's why it, it comes down to the Electoral College, which many people have an issue with the Electoral College in the United States. Um, the Electoral College, um, that's kind of what makes it so certain states are going to lean certain ways. Because in the end, um, people in Texas voting blue, their votes just get thrown out the window. Or Same in California voting red, their votes just same out the window they don't they don't matter that sucks because those votes never get taken into into account because it's like all of their votes just turn the same color as the state ends up being yeah and that just that I'm solid like I don't I lean towards like I don't really care about voting unless I, I my vote actually matters so I stand on no you don't have to vote <laughs> that's it's just, it's like, oh, you should vote, you know, your state, you know, vote for your state. Uh, because, you know, it can make all live. the difference. Um, but it's more, and there's a lot of incentive to vote, but like I said, there's always going to be somebody to vote. There's always going to be somebody to vote, even if you don't vote. It's never, there's never going to be a state where there's zero voters and it will never happen. Um, that's why I feel like it's not really, it shouldn't be an obligation to vote. If if you were, I mean, this is a complete hypothetical. This obviously would never happen. But let's say you were in a, you were in a state where only ten people voted. Do you mm-hmm. think your vote would matter then? I mean, obvious, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but this but, um, yeah, continue. It's I don't I don't personally think that's it's possible. I don't think it's gonna it's ever gonna happen. Yeah. Um. This this goes into the um, I took a a, a class in paradoxes once and. A big paradox is collective responsibility, where um, even though somebody might say like, "Yeah, one one person's vote 
isn't going to matter in a sea of a million votes. Yeah. But somebody needs to vote. It's... If because if nobody because yeah, even though each individual person's vote might not matter, but th- then if you took all one million votes away, then all of a sudden votes would matter because nobody voted. Mm. Yeah, that is true. And that, that brings me back to the incentive. Um, I think that's the main reason why they do it. You know, to have your people in your state to vote, as well as all over the news. You know, the, it's just like being nagged. You know, over and over again. Oh, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. And eventually, you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna do this. You it's know? like peer pressure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's almost like peer pressure, and that's why the news. Do, uh, they're always making it as if. You have to do it, and there's so much incentive, as well as, you know, people making money off it, because, you know, bring your thing to Starbucks, get a free coffee, you're probably going to buy something else. It's just... Advertisement. It's yeah. it's a little crazy with all that. Yeah. But there will always be somebody to vote. I don't think everybody needs to vote, but yeah. with all the incentive and, I guess, peer pressure on the news, it's going to happen regardless. I, I would guess the support, if you had a support of the one million voters... And you saw it from a perspective of one person. So if you're one person within a million voters, you'd be like, my vote doesn't matter because there is a million people. But if you took it away, you would be right. But it's like pretty much advertised 24-7 for like two, two to three months straight. Vote, vote, vote. So there's obviously going to be more than millions of people voting for... The electors. And vice versa. So you have people like me who like just get sick and tired of hearing it and just no, I don't really care. It's not I'm not obligated to vote. <laughs> like, don't shame me for it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um So, um recently the the vote we just had it didn't have anything to do with electors. And so for, fortunately for us, when it comes to governors, it really just comes down to the popular vote. Yeah. Um, Which I still didn't vote. You did not vote. <laughs> still any, did not vote. Any reason why you didn't vote? Um, and there was, I think there's less peer pressure when it's not the president and you have to vote. Uh, it kind of, I don't know. They, they make more, obviously a bigger deal with the president. You know, there's obviously a big difference between, governor and president don't forget the mayor yeah oh yeah that's another thing like i i yeah exactly what you're saying i agree when the presidential election election comes it's it's huge when it, when the midterm elections come like they just did it's big but it's not as huge as the president but then yeah and nobody's ever told me to go vote for a mayor i've never heard that yeah i, I don't I definitely got some letters wouldn't that be just as important yeah, because just, i live in a town just I as much agree. as i live in a state in the country hold, hold up what that's actually that's actually kind of funny because I lived I lived in Connecticut for quite a while and like when I first moved here, I didn't really see a lot of like oh vote for your mayor come on vote 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 but this year it was like big and I'm like why are they making it so big over the last few years they never made it as big as this year. Well, maybe you never noticed. I I'm mean, gonna be honest. I, I never really noticed. <laughs> but probably because I never noticed. But I just feel like now that I'm older, it's just in my face. But even then, it's just still like the presidential election is the most biggest. I mean, the, I mean, it has to be the biggest thing because it's our country. So every state is in on that. From every town, every state to every state in this country is in on it. But then it's just like for the governor, that's within our state. But you got to remember, like between governor and mayor, is just like 
I guess you can see why it's not so big because with mayors, just within our town, whatever town you live in, governors are state and then presidential. But it's still just like, why don't we hear as much as a mayor as we do presidential election and governor? I think they all should have their even ties together, you know? Oh, yeah. This year was pretty... I would say I've heard a lot from the electives of each representative. In Connecticut, anyway. I mean, like, this, Miguel, this is isn't this your first election being an adult or second? Second. 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 I've I've heard a lot this year. It's the same as the Trump election for our presidency. I was like, these are pretty tied this year. Like, they're just being thrown in my face twenty four seven. I'm kind of getting sick of it. This is pretty even. But yeah. I also know that there were a lot of people that I know of a lot of people that said they didn't want to vote due to the fact that presidential wise, due to the fact that. I mean, for our selections of presidents, it really wasn't that great. So, I mean, those are people's opinions. You know, I mean, I, I wouldn't agree or disagree, but I'm definitely agreeing to the, what they were saying. There wasn't a great election. So, it is what it is. Do you think one was worse than the, than the other? Um, honestly, I think, to put it like this, overall, I wouldn't have selected any of the presidents as, or options as a president. Due to the fact that um, not a fan of Trump, not a fan of Hillary, the other candidates, they weren't doing as good with their parties anyway. So, I mean, I can't really, I don't want to speak too much on it, but I would, I definitely say I wouldn't have chosen anyone. I, I didn't even vote for anybody. So. so, if you register for a party, then you get to vote in their primaries. So, like, let, let's say, for example, you voted, you registered as a Republican, then you uh, before the presidential election, you would be able to to cast your vote on who you think the Republican uh, finalist. I'm gonna call him. There's probably okay. another word for that. Would be so like because like in the in 2016 election, you had Trump, you had Ted Cruz, you had John Kasich, Marco Rubio. You had all these guys in the Republican election, and obviously Democrats. You had Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. Uh, so, um. If you registered as one of those parties and you got to cast a vote for who you thought should represent your party yeah. in the in, in the race, do you think do you think um, those primary elections might be even more important than the actual presidential election because it sets the stage up for the final election? Um, that's a very good question, and I would like to start off by saying that's definitely a more in depth um, voting and. I personally think that that has nothing to do with American citizens. I think that's just parties getting together to try and raise money for their own campaign themselves of what they want to accomplish for our country. Generally, um, speaking for the people, I believe that we're only limited to a certain degree of voting, not really for voting for which party should run for this election, if you understand what I'm saying. So kind of like even if we do vote for somebody in the end, our the party is going really to just matter. decide on who they think is should is the best fit. Yes. E- even if the American people disagree. Yes. So okay, so that that kind of, that kind of that's kind of like a conspiracy theory. I guess you could put it that way. Yes. Yeah, it's a it's a very common one. Uh, it's definitely one that d- doesn't hurt to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, does anybody have anything to say either on uh? We can talk about electoral primaries. We can talk about the conspiracy theory. We can talk about um, voting for midterm elections, like governors, Senate, mm, House. Uh, 
I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, T Nasty. Nobody, nobody have sex with T Nasty. Uh, <laughs> if you do, make sure you wear protection. <laughs> Don't want to catch anything. Of course not. <laughs> Miguel's probably already caught it. Let's be honest. <laughs> Come on now. Don't put my secrets out there. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about the presidential election, um, but last week the it was the state elections for Congress and governor so i thought i would ask you guys if you voted in those elections last week i think javon did you say no to that yeah i'm not i'm not really big on voting like i said there's always gonna be someone to vote and i just don't feel like voting plus i mean probably like a lot of other people they're so distracted by say the internet social media work family they're just they don't want to give their time into something they don't really care about um like a lot of things in life, one of those being, I mean, not really care, but kind of like uh, religion. You know, not everybody goes to church every day. They might believe in oh, all that. Okay, so this is an example. I was. This is an example. I'm not going to go too in depth on that. And I think that would be actually a good example. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I wanted, to, I wanted to say something about what you said. So you said that people don't have the time to to vote because they're doing other things, or don't, just simply don't want to. To simply don't want to. Now, a lot of people, I've heard this argument a bunch of times. Uh, people will say, "Well, how do you not have the time? It takes like ten minutes to drive down to a voting booth and vote. Well, how could you not have the time to do something that is your American right?" And yeah. I mean, we already discussed that we don't believe it's an an. That we don't believe it's an obligation. Some people do believe it is. But, yeah, so 10 minutes of your time. Do you think you could give out, give up 10 minutes of your time to go out and vote? 10 minutes out of my time? I mean, it's I, am I capable? Yes. Will I? No. <laughs> I mean, could you call it laziness? Sl- maybe. It's more of a distraction, you know. Like I said, social media, work, etc., if you go to work, most people who go to work, I don't know. It's, it's more about the person. I, I don't want to go too far into all that because it's about the person. They might feel that after all work, family, they can go out and vote. Some people might not. But I still don't I, – I don't vote. I don't feel like I should vote. I don't – I'm not big on politics anyway, so I'm not – I don't know much about it. So that's the reason I don't vote anyways. I'm going to have to take a side on that one as well. I'm like, I also didn't vote and – there's no excuse for not voting. Like Taylor is right. It does take 10 minutes of my time, but it's not going to be like an excuse. I just didn't vote because I did not care about who is running. I just did not care. Would you say not care or more? Uh, it was just like you didn't want to take the time. to. Do I just that. didn't care because I didn't take the time to actually care for the person who was running that it's as simple as that like a person sometimes does not need a reason to vote so i did not care to vote and i did not vote that's as basic as i can keep it and yeah that's pretty much it what about you t nasty and i want to say that i also did not vote not of it's more of a like not really of a choice of saying, hmm, I didn't really like that person. Hmm, I didn't really like that person. Yes, honestly, I really didn't like anybody that was in the selection options. But more to, I personally really think that our votes really don't matter. I feel like they're, like I said before, they're just going to put who they 
think is best for that position and then from there make everything sound good but they're just really going to place that one person in that position and say okay this is your president this is your new governor or this is your new mayor regardless of how many rallies we have protests votes honestly i don't think it really matters but of course even even if our say did matter in the end regardless of who you voted for the same outcome is going to happen the exact same outcome hmm. we're still going to have that one person that is new in that position like a conspiracy like they always get to pick not us yeah 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 well, that okay. is good. you don't I, even have to call it a conspiracy I, it's more of a i was wrapping my head around it's more of a, a thing of you think you have a choice but really we're the ones that are have the final say so and you don't really know it's more of a cover-up kind of thing but Wait. i guess you can call it this conspiracy theory but i wouldn't really call it that just more of a you really don't have a choice this is what we're gonna do take it or leave it but we're gonna throw some sugar on it so it, looks, it's, it tastes good. <laughs> i actually like that that's pretty solid concrete <laughs> Now, when we use the term conspiracy theory, to those of you listening, uh, I know a lot of times conspiracy theorists get ne- they get viewed negatively. Some of you are, probably are and are proud to be conspiracy theorists, but I just want to let you all know that we definitely don't want to judge anybody's opinions. And if you are somebody who is a conspiracy th- theorist who get who gets a lot of flack for it, um, just understand that when we're talking about it here, we mean it in a very neutral way. Um, conspira- being a conspiracy theorist is not necessarily good or bad. In fact, I do like the idea of being open to other theories, other schools of thought. Same. Um, yes, same even way. if other people don't believe in it, there's not necessarily anything wrong with believing and stuff like that. Um, now, do you, do either of you two um, have anything to say about this quote-unquote conspiracy theory? Mm, not really, but... Uh. I agree with talking about it. I think it's always good to talk about because nothing is impossible. Um, don't don't take that fully, but there's a lot of things that can happen that are, you wouldn't really expect, but not too much on the conspiracy. I would only say two things. Pretty much, I'm open to change. So if the person that's telling me his facts that he states, and if they make sense, and I actually do some research and they seem logical, I will be open to change and I will always change my mind for that theory. Because that's what it is. A conspiracy is a theory and I will be always open to change my mind for it. I, say I, like, just, I like it as well. I say just have an open mind. You know, you can always have your morals, you know, your personal beliefs, but it's always going to have an open mind about things. You never know. Yeah. I like to think, I believe, I like to believe I have an open mind. Of course, there are many people who say that and don't. So... I guess everybody else can be the judge. Uh, I read the Da Vinci Code, and I kind of started to believe in everything uh, Dan Brown was saying. So, uh, Actually, yeah, I still believe in everything he was saying. Uh, uh, what was it? What is that? What's that meme with the, the, the foreign art? No, no convin- convince me otherwise. The, the guy with the table, and he's got the... Uh, no, I... He's like, prove I'm wrong or something. Or... Oh, uh, what's it? Yeah. yeah, he probably does. Isn't he good. another uh, podcaster? I'm not. I, I'm not really like, sure because there have been so many versions topics. of that meme. I don't know which which don't, version I was, was the original. I was thinking of him, like with the guy, the alien guy. I don't know why that crossed my mind. Like aliens. You want to know his name or the meme? No, yeah, the meme. What is it? What's what's written on his paper? It's always something random. It's always like it's like something. It's like bold like, opinion and then like prove me wrong or something like that. Uh, chocolate is best. Prove me wrong. Yeah, change my yeah. mind. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Dan Brown is right on everything having to do with Christianity. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I actually wanted to go back to something that you said earlier. Um, it was at the end of, of, of what you were saying about how you didn't know a lot about the candidates. Now, I'm personally of the belief that if you don't do your research on the candidates, you shouldn't vote. I'm going to be bold as to that. say that. I, that's mainly why I don't vote. I don't take the time to care for it or look at it. I might see it. You know, Everybody watches TV. Everybody might see it on the internet. It happens all the time. You're going to see it. Uh, it. It's almost impossible in America to avoid it, depending on where you live. In Connecticut, anyways, it's almost impossible. Uh, boring state. Or where we live, and uh, ain't much to do other than the internet. That's that's another shady thing. Like I feel opinion-wise that when we run, well, when they run and they select their candidates and stuff, they don't target people who do research. They target people who express their feelings, like Trump for the presidential. I know this is not really what we're talking about, but they targeted a lot of people with just feelings and emotions and those people did not have a lot of research to back Trump's facts up and that's just they were just saying make America great again we're oh, gonna he's, get... a, he's a businessman and they were putting their feelings they weren't putting their research they weren't saying this is the facts and this is what he's actually gonna bring they were just spouting nonsense and those are my opinions they may have different opinions but sometimes I feel like it's a little dicey and they like to target certain people Mm-hmm. Would do you think it would be possible that the reason why you're saying you feel as if Trump supporters do not have enough reason to vote for him is because you didn't do enough research to find the reasons why somebody might vote for Trump? Mm-hmm. It was more like I had common sense that as soon as I saw this man speak on TV and his words, "I will build a great wall and I will make America great again," just struck me as stupid. I now, can't see, I think any other way. That this is this is actually kind of what I'm what I'm talking about is that a lot of people, the only thing they heard from Trump was I'm going to build a wall, kick the Mexicans out. The only thing they heard from Hillary was uh, something about emails that yeah. I don't even really see. Like, it, I don't even like, fully no, understand that, sto- that was, email story. It was a scandal and it got people's emotions and it got them all riled up and everybody picked a side. And I was right. just like, and instead, but they, yeah, they took, they took a reason why not to vote for the other candidate and ran, ran with it, knowing full well that they wanted to vote for the other, other person for whatever said reasons, but nobody wanted to listen to, to the other person's reasons. Like if we if if we take it a little bit back for the Obama and Mitt Romney, I kind of paid attention to those and I was thinking about voting because Obama's like I'm going to create create this new thing called Obama healthcare, Obamacare. And then Mitt Romney was like for the upper class, he's like I'm going to uh, raise taxes, right? I keep forgetting. It was such a long time ago. But it was um, more- she probably wanted the lower classes for the rich, especially yeah, since he was rich. It was like we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Even the common person that didn't do the research knew what they were talking about. But for the Trump and Hillary, it was just like emotions and scandals and emails and make America great again. And I was just like, this is stupid. Do you think most of the people voted for somebody based off of emotion? Yes. That is my opinion. I feel like most of them voted because they're like, this man knows what he's talking about. He's going to make America great again. And that's all it took. I mean, it's definitely possible that, and actually I, I kind of believe that what happened was is people picked a party and then just threw trash at the other party. 
Yep. And that's pretty much all that happened. But there, there must, there's gotta be certain people. And I've actually, I've, I've talked to people from both sides who had, who had reasons further than emotion as to why they voted either Hillary or Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, I think a lot of the issue, at least in the country's divide, in is the idea that they don't want to hear the other person's side. They want people to i mean like in ge- like in general when it comes to democrat and republicans democrats just want to l- throw the words no republicans just want to throw the word socialist at democrats and democrats want to throw the word racist head in the cloud christians at republicans yeah and and i mean they're stereotypes so you know like in some way they are true in some way each side is proud to be what they are but in a, in a lot of cases it's not necessarily what they believe and of course uh when it comes to like socialism or what was the other thing with trump i was talking about racist uh, and not racism uh socialism we will we'll probably have a, a debate about that at some point in the future yeah. um so like i'm not i'm not saying that somebody who is proud to be a socialist shouldn't be at all uh uh the thing I said about a rebel, oh, and say Christian Christianity. I, I'm also gonna say it's not bad to be a Christian, and we can have a talk about religion at some point. We were talking a lot about the presidential election. I um, and I still want to get to talking about the state election, but I'm going to assume that uh, you probably don't, Javon probably don't know much about uh, the state election. No. Um. So I can clue you in a little bit. I personally also don't know. A lot about the individual candidates but i do yeah. know um at least the names of the two people running for governor in connecticut which is the state that we live in mm-hmm. um so in connecticut the two people running the democrat was ned lamont yep. and the republican was bob stefanowski connecticut usually a blue state uh I mean, I'm sure a lot of people expected the Democrat to Democrat to win, which he did. Um, Ned Lamont, but a lot of people were a little worried about Ned Lamont because a lot of people had an issue with Dan Malloy, especially with his tendency to raise taxes. A lot of people found the taxes were going up, mm-hmm. and they saw that as a problem. Of course, as I found, as being somebody who's 23, the minimum wage was also going up, which was yeah. a good thing. Um, but I can definitely see why high taxes would be something that people would have an issue with. Um, and so some people wanted to vote for the other person because they thought he might lower taxes and they didn't want another, another Democrat as governor. Um, do you know, do you know a lot about the parties? Not really. Like I said, I don't really... I don't vote mainly because I don't, it doesn't, not that it doesn't interest me, you know, obviously you want to know what's going on in your country, your state, but I just don't pay attention to it. There's a lot of distractions, especially on the internet, so. Right. Miguel? Pretty much. All I got was bombarded by Ned Lamont and Steve, I can't even <laughs> pronounce that. Bob Stefanowski. Uh, Bob Stefanowski. Like, that will always escape my mind. <laughs> I will always. Yeah. How I are would, you gonna vote for somebody if you can't even pronounce their name? That, that's what I'm saying. Like I would always remember Led, Ned, 
Maybe Sorry, Lamont. not trying not trying to throw shade at any yeah. at either Stefanowski or Lamont. Yeah. I can pronounce his name just fine. Like Miguel's just dumb, you know. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> I really didn't care for either one. It's just I knew both of them since they were just advertised twenty four seven within the upcoming weeks and I was just like, Alright, this is getting sick. Do you guys um have any sort of feelings about how the election turned out? Which one specifically? So Ned Lamont did win the um I can I'll I'll run through everything. Ned Lamont, he won the go- the governor of Connecticut. He won that election. Um for other elections we had Joe Courtney winning our uh district in Connecticut. So if anybody wants to do the research, that means we live on the eastern half of Connecticut. Um and uh, who else was the Senate? Chris Murphy, also a Democrat, won the Senate. Um, and then for the overall, I forgot about that. The overall nation, um, I believe it was the Senate got controlled by the Republicans, and the House got controlled by the Democrats. Now I've seen this figure so many times, but I always get them mixed up. I'm pretty sure that is the how it happened. But I mean, anyway, one of the one party got one part half of congress the other party got the other half of congress is basically how that works i think a lot of uh regular people kind of feel and I, I used to think this as a kid too i don't know what made me think this maybe it was the news maybe it was other people's op- in opinions influencing me but it was more of democrats were for the poor republicans were for the rich am i wrong did anyone else think that um that is a very popular opinion i would i would assume is something that's something that a lot of people believe of course i mean if you if you're if you live in a red state even the poor people are going to be voting republican a lot of the time so that might be something that people or in connecticut think um yeah and it might be true or not true i mean honestly i i can't see into the to the minds of the politicians and that might be much of the reason uh, much of another reason why you do not vote um, is because you might like I I have issue with the fact that I do not know any of these people personally. Exactly, people can lie. You can make a commercial slam slandering somebody else, but you're still just as bad. That's how it is. My favorite term: fake news. Fake news. Mine's locker room talk. Locker room <laughs> talk. <laughs> I don't want to know what wanna that means. Want to elaborate on that? No, please don't. I don't want to know what that means. Grab her by the pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just locker room talk. It's just <laughs> locker room talk amongst boys here. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> we ain't sexist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bunch of feminists are going to attack us after this. <laughs> Obviously, all of you did not vote. You all... Nope. Yeah, none of you vote voted. You all believe that politics is not something that you have to immerse yourself into. I got a question. Yes. We did not hear your side. Did you vote? That's all I'm asking. Good point. Uh, my side. Uh, I also did not vote. Um, and it, it had more to do along the lines of I, at first it had to do with, I didn't really care about who got the, who, who won the election because I knew that regardless of, what who I voted for or not somebody was going to win 
and it most likely wasn't going to have anything to do with me casting a vote which is what a lot of people think and i understand and like i said it, it does actually just become a paradox like the, par the paradox that i mentioned before collective responsibility um but then when it came to election day and everybody was saying you gotta go vote you gotta go vote you gotta go vote i thought maybe i should go vote because everybody's voting i might have a voice but then i realized i don't I, I don't know anything about the candidates. It was a little too late to learn things about the candidates. Not to say I had my head set on voting because I also didn't decide to do that. I, I did a little bit of research that, that day, but then I just got bored of it. Still didn't care, right? Yeah, I, I guess, you know. Politics are boring, man. Because you're reading, because you're reading, you have to take what everybody said, said into mind. And then I'm reading like Ned Lamont's website and Bob Stefanowski's website. And I have to try to read into what part of it are they saying that's just trying to get votes and one, what part of it do they actually mean? And it's, almost impossible to do in my opinion so I, I i just couldn't really get myself to be really for one person or the other um now that the vote has happened um i don't know so i some after, after ned lamont won i was thinking oh man because now now we're committing now we're committing i'm not saying oh man because i really didn't want ned lamont to win it's because now I feel like we're committing as a state to this person, and I know almost half of Connecticut didn't vote for that person. And, yeah, and that now it's like the commercials are getting to me. They're like, oh, no, it's another Dan Malloy. And I, it's, it's, I don't really know what that means. What if, what if taxes are going to be raised again? I, I feel as if it's just, you know, advertising getting to me. I'm starting to have this fear that, like, taxes are going to, like, come out and get me. I, you know what? We don't really know what's gonna happen. I. It's like an opposite effect of what happened. You, at first you didn't care, and then you're like, oh shit, they're advertising it. What if it does happen? For me, it was like, huh. And then I it was like, may, maybe I should have voted for Stefanowski. But if Stefanowski won, maybe I would have thought the opposite. I really don't know. Probably. Um, but I didn't vote for anybody. Right. And in the end, Ned Lamont won, and there's nothing we can do about it. So sorry to the distract you. I just wanted to know your opinion since that's fair. And to, uh, and of course, you. you guys are more than welcome to argue on my opinions. But uh, I mean, no, no argument there. No, yeah, you guys, you guys all seem to be on the same page with. Yeah. We didn't vote because yeah, we didn't none care. Yeah, voted. So so I mean, and really, we're all as a lot of you guys have have picked up. We are younger people. I'm 23. Uh, the most of the people. Um, in this room are well, somewhere between the age of 20 and my age. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a bunch of people who might watch this, watch this, or not watch it, you're listening to it, listen <laughs> to this podcast and just think, ah, these are just a bunch of dumb kids. They don't know anything. Of course, you're, you're partially right on that. We don't yes, really know anything. Part of the reason, I mean, that's part of the reason why we don't let people under 18 vote. Exactly. Yeah. But really... In my perspective, I'm like, oh, you're just too old. I would like to point out that in the there are a lot of adults that decide that they don't want to vote because they don't want to be a part of it. Maybe they don't know enough about it. Really, there's never going to be an age where you know everything. That is true. So, you know, is there, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't jump so far as to say the reason why we don't know anything is because we're 23, even though that may be part of the reason. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say that you're completely wrong, but... You know, five more elections in our life, and maybe we'll know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is pretty much just to voice our opinion. This, 
Um, we're putting our thoughts out there just for you guys to hear. Yeah. Um, of course, you're more than welcome to argue those thoughts. Please, please tell tell us what you think. Um, ba- so bas- basically, what I'm trying to get at is, we we talked. A, we I asked, do you think voting is an obligation? And th- there are a lot of people who believe that voting is an obligation. Uh, I went to the University of Connecticut. Um, there are a lot of people there who get really big into politics, and they try to get everybody to go out and vote. As if it is their duty rather than their right. <laughs> Miguel's face. I would just. This is opinion wise. I would just get so annoyed with somebody trying to shove voting into my face. Like, oh, you have to vote. You you have to. I mean, like, which no, it already does all over the news. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, no, it's not. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna single out my college. No, no, I, yeah. Exactly. Like, like it's not just them. It's it's social media. It is the news. It's it's everybody. It's everybody, everybody does. Everybody. So like I would just hate to just like go into class or just be walking by and not only do I have to see it through my videos, Facebook, TV, YouTube. Not only do I have to see it through that, I have to have somebody shoving it down my throat. I would just be like leave me alone. I just want some peace <laughs> well, and quiet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Do that, do, I, do any of you know people like that that just wanted like shove thing, shove things down their, th- you know? I'm glad I do not know anybody <laughs> like that. <laughs> not really. What? But, yeah. So what I'm what I'm getting at is basically the American people as a whole you need to stop shaming people for not voting in elections. Every time an election comes around, we get a bunch of dogmatic, hypersensitive people on both sides. I'm not I'm not singling singling out either liberals or conservatives or the or the parties that those people belong to. But these people, they pick a side and preach as if their word is like God or something. And really, I don't think it is. Um, and they, people, they just have this knack to like jump down people's throats when they can't decide which quote unquote God to follow because we just don't believe either of them really have, they shouldn't be the ones to be influencing our country. <clears throat> So, but I do want to reiterate that voting is not a duty. It is a right. It's a choice that nobody's forcing us to do or not do. For example, like if a police officer says you have the right to remain silent, that means the police officer is not going to torture you until you speak. However, that also means that the person under arrest has every capability to open his mouth and say something like, hey, did you see the game last night? In this case, the right was not exercised, but there wasn't anything necessarily wrong with the person not remaining silent. Everybody always admits that the election is down between two of the worst people to represent America and its parties, and then they also proceed to place the blame on the people who don't want to be a part of the argument instead of pointing the blame on the parties and the politicians themselves. I understand that people vote for these people because they believe that these politicians becoming president is a good thing for America. And I respect everybody for believing that and for acting on their belief. I'm not saying any of you are wrong in believing that, but you have to understand that while I try to, that while I try to figure out what's right to believe, don't judge me or any of us really, all, because we all had the same opinion for yeah. exercising my right to not be a part of these absurd elections. Really, I, I feel as if a lot of our opinions are shared by a lot of the people. People bring up all the time things about how um, the voting count is so low. 
But instead of trying to figure out why, even though the answer is staring them right in the face, they go and just point the finger at them. The, la the, the last thing I wanted to say is that if there is a person that comes out that will make me believe that voting for them would genuinely be a good thing for the good of the American people, instead of convincing me that they're just some rich douchebag who's going to do everything in his power to protect his power, then I'll probably go out and vote. But until then, I'm going to sit back and watch the reality show that is American politics, because to be honest with you, it is kind of entertaining. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> would you agree that, like, I mean, I follow Trump on Twitter just to see what he's going to tweet. Like, yeah. I don't really care about anything he says, other than the fact that it's going to give me some entertainment while everybody fights over everything. It might be, you know what, it might not be the best action to take, because I know recently he started tweeting things about how... Uh, the fires in California were California's fault. And I mean, I'm honestly the part of the belief that, I mean, California fought back with like, hey, 98% of California California's national forests are owned by the government or something like that. I mean, y you can probably tell that I'm not like fully versed on news and stuff, but I try to keep up with what I can sometimes when I feel like it. Um, <laughs> uh, but so like I I could I could throw my opinion around about that, but I didn't vote for Donald Trump. If Hillary won, there's I, we'd all probably be complaining about her too at some point. So really, I'll I'll just watch the reality show as it unfolds because in the end there's probably nothing that we can do about it.